Yeah. 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 Uh, cause I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. So tell me, girl, I'm on the way. So I'm on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. So tell me, girl, I'm on the way. Say so I'm on the way. Yeah, you ain't gotta say shit. Run down, 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 yeah. Say, you ain't gotta say shit, yeah. Say, cause I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way. Say, tell me, girl, I'm on the way. I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way. Tell it, girl, I'm on the way. Shit, I'm on the way, yeah. Don't no matter where you are, cause I'm on the way, yeah. I'm on the way. Solo Dolo, as you know. Uh, shout out to everybody that's listening on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Google Podcasts, I should say, Stitcher, and everything else. Anchor. Shout out to everybody that's watching on YouTube. If I put it on Twitch, shout out to the people that's watching on Twitch. Much love to y'all. Uh, we gonna talk about some basketball today, some sports. Like it's been a while since I've done a sports podcast, so I think the last one I did was actually. Right after the Super Bowl, so it's been a minute. I've been holding it down on Twitch, doing um, video games, uh, wrestling podcasts, watch alongs, and stuff with my guy Mount Darkness. Shout out to him. If you got a Twitch, make sure you follow Dope Content on Twitch. Make sure you follow Mount Darkness, MT Darkness. Replace the S's with the fives. Shout out to them. So we we gonna get into some basketball today, some um, WNBA, NBA, and Kwame Brown drama. <laughs> so that boy coming out here and he's shooting shots at everybody, everybody. So guess we'll get right into it. Let's let's start with the the WNBA man. Shout out to WNBA starting a twenty fifth season, starting off strong. Shout out to them. Hand claps to them. Twenty five years strong. Started last week. Some pretty good games, um, including New York winning on a buzzer beater, and then Phoenix winning on a buzzer beater with the GOAT, Tarasi. Well, one of the GOATs, because I'm still debating between her and Cynthia Cooper. But, you know, that's another story. But it's kind of hard not to give it to Tarasi. But shout out to WNBA. Again, 25 years strong. Dallas wins first game. Um, Saturday, first home game Saturday, I already sold out, so shout out to them. They sold out the same day. And they undefeated. They only played one game, but, you know, they still undefeated. That's all that matters. So, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to give you my early predictions of the eight teams that I think are going to make the playoffs. And we're going to go over some records right now, which, again, they only – they only a weekend, so it's really not that much to talk about. So, but I still want to give you my early predictions on who I think is going to make the playoffs. So right now we got a handful of undefeated teams: Connecticut three and New York three and Chicago two and Dallas Wings one and They play again Saturday, and then you got Phoenix two and one, and then everybody else is one and one or winless. So I'm going to go ahead and make my early predictions, which I kind of did on the last podcast when I talked about the WNBA uh, months ago. But I'm going to do it again to refresh everybody up. I did not mean to hit the clap button on that. So disregard that clap button. But I'm going to start off with my top two teams right now. I think the top two teams to look out for is Phoenix and Chicago. Phoenix, of course, Brittany Griner, you got Tarasi, you got Skylar Diggins-Smith, which I was beefing with her once she decided to get traded from Dallas, but we did get three first-round draft picks, and Dallas are using them draft picks very nicely, so shout-out to Skylar for asking for the trade. I got people texting me and stuff, I'm trying to keep up. Um, but yeah, so you got Skylar's Smith, Skylar Diggins, Dana Taurasi, Brittany Griner, 
Kia Nurse, if they stay healthy, it's, it's kind of hard to go against them as one of your favorites to win the championship. Then you got Chicago. You add Candace Parker, the legend. Shout out to her. I'm a huge fan of Candace Parker. You got Diamond Shields. You got Courtney Vandersloot. Then you got Stephanie Dawson. I mean, I'm still shocked that Candace Parker even left L.A. to begin with. But I understand. You go to Chicago. You go to Chicago and, you, you know, finish your, finish your career in your home state. So I get it. I get it. So shout out to Candace Parker. Uh, next two teams, you got to put Seattle in there. Seattle is always in the playoffs, it seems. Sue Bird, I mean, you really can't slow her down. You got Brianna Stewart. You got Candace Dupree. So Seattle is one of my teams. That's the third team I got in the playoffs. Dallas Wings. Shout out to the home squad. Picking up all these rookies. You got Mariah Jefferson healthy right now. You got Arike. Um, um, I always say her name wrong. <laughs> I always say her name wrong. Agumba Wale. I got it. Arike Agumba Wale. Shout out to her. Alicia Gray. She's a star in the making. Three years in. Showing off. Kayla Thornton is a very solid player. Then you got the rookie. Charlie Collier. Shout out to her. Then you got um, Sabley. If I said that right, she's coming back. So shout out to her. Dallas is loaded. Dallas is loaded. Shout out to them. So Chicago is the fourth team I got going. New York is undefeated right now. I'm not buying them. I'm not. I'm not fooled off the three and zero. New York is not going to be one of my favorites to make the playoffs. You got Connecticut. Jasmine Thomas. You got Jay Jones. Then you got Dewana Bonner. That's that's my. What's the, what team I'm on? Fifth? Who I say? Chicago, Seattle, Phoenix, Dallas, Connecticut. So I got three more teams to do. You got to put Vegas. Vegas is the 16. You got Liz Cambridge. You got Chelsea Gray. You got Aja Wilson. I mean, it's hard to put them. Then, of course, you got Minnesota. You got, you got Minnesota, Sylvia Foles. Hopefully we ever get Maya Moore back that's one of my favorite players all time I don't know if she's coming back this year next year or ever but even without Maya Moore you got Sylvia Foles Kayla McBride Ariel Powers I mean team is loaded team is loaded so how many teams there I need eight I got Phoenix Dallas Chicago Minnesota uh who else did I say Seattle. I'm trying to make sure I keep up with everybody. Phoenix, Dallas, Minnesota. Phoenix, Dallas, Minnesota, Chicago, Seattle, Vegas is six. So I need two more. I said Connecticut. So Connecticut is seven. So I need one more team who I think is going to make the playoff. One more team. And like I said, New York is looking good right now. I don't know if I'm buying the hype. I don't know if I'm buying the hype in New York. So I'm going to have to go with Washington. Washington Mystics. That's my 18. That's my 18 right there. So Washington with Tina Charles, uh, Natasha Cloud, Ariel Atkins. Very solid team. Very solid team. So those are my eight to make the WNBA playoffs this year. Dallas, Chicago, Washington, Phoenix, Vegas, Seattle, Minnesota and Connecticut. Those are my eight. So book it now. Those are my eight. Shout out to them. So let me go ahead and get the WNBA logo out the way because now it's time to talk NBA. Let me move WNBA logo. So shout out to the NBA. Got the play-in tournament, the playoffs kicking off. So as you can see, because a lot of people are confused about the play-in tournament. So you have the ninth and 10th place teams. They play each other. The winner gets the loser of the 8th and 7th place team. In a pretty much win or go home situation. It really is a win or go home situation. So with that said, we've already had the play-in games. So let's let's go over those real quick. I'm gonna leave this bracket up so you can get a good look 
at how it's set up. So give me one second. Let's get right into the playoff games, the play-in games, I should say, that we've had. Um, Charlotte takes out the Pacers. I'm sorry, the Pacers take out Charlotte, 144 to 117. I told you it's been a while. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Miles Bridges had 23 points, six rebounds, four assists for Charlotte. Indiana got a big game from um, Sabonis. 14 points, 21 rebounds, and eight assists, nine assists. So the Pacers are going on to face the loser between the Celtics and the Wizards. Now the Celtics took out the Wizards 118 to 100. Jason Tatum went off for 15. That third quarter that man had was just crazy. So shout out to Jason Tatum. So now we have the Pacers versus the Wizards tonight actually and whoever wins that will be the eighth seed and they'll take they'll take on the ninth seed. I'm sorry the number one seed if I'm saying that correctly let me make sure I'm saying it right because now I'm confused <laughs> yeah so I said it right so the seventh seed they won a game the Celtics won so the Celtics are in they're playing the number two seed. And the winner between the Wizards and the Pacers tonight will play the number one seed in the East. And the loser will be eliminated from the playoffs. See? I got it right. I, I confused myself. Confused myself. Now let's get to the West. The Grizzlies beat the Spurs 196. You know, um... I really don't have much to say about the game. I did not watch that game, so I'm not going to lie to you and try to sugarcoat it. So, <laughs> on to the next. The Lakers took out the Warriors 103-100. to Classic game. Very good game. LeBron hit a game one and three. He claimed that he couldn't see or he saw three buckets, and he just aimed at the middle one. <laughs> so, and then Steph Curry came off with 37 points. Seven rebounds, three assists, and it's crazy how they guarded that man the last two possessions of that game because that was ridiculous. Steph literally had two, three people just facing him and running with him nonstop. They made sure Steph didn't get the ball, and, hey, it worked. Shout out to the Lakers. So, let me pull this bracket back up. So now the Lakers – the number seven seed will take on um, number one seed. I'm sorry. The Lakers are taking on Phoenix. And then you have the Warriors and Grizzlies playing to see who's going to take on Utah. So that's what it is. Friday, Golden State. You Look, I'm saying the wrong teams again. I'm tripping. <laughs> Golden State and the Grizzlies play tomorrow. The loser goes home. The winner goes to play Utah. The Lakers are now playing the Suns. So that's where we are with it. <laughs> that's where we are with it. Now to the rest of the playoffs, we have Dallas versus the Clippers, the four and five seed. Clippers are the home team. Then we have Denver versus Portland. And like I said, Phoenix versus the Lakers. And then the winner between Golden State and Memphis will play Utah. In the Eastern Conference, whoever wins, I'm sorry, we have Boston versus Brooklyn, Milwaukee versus Miami, New York. Shout out to the Knicks, by the way, for being back in the playoffs. Shout out to the Knicks. It's, it's a good thing when the Knicks are in the playoffs. It's been a while since the Knicks been in the playoffs. So let's get let's get a picture of the Knicks on the screen. Shout out to the Knicks, man. Brooklyn, I know that I know you happy right now. You got the Nets and the Knicks in the playoffs. So shout out to y'all. They're playing Atlanta, and then Philly will take on the winner. I'm confused in the East. I don't know why. <laughs> so Boston versus Brooklyn. Philly going to take on the winner between Indiana and Washington. Look, I was supposed to educate y'all, and I confused myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Philly take on the winner between Washington and Indiana tonight. New York will take on Atlanta. Milwaukee take on Miami. 
Brooklyn take on Boston because Boston beat the Wizards the other night. So that's your that's your NBA playoffs. Now it's time to go ahead and give you my predictions. As far as the East, I'm saying that Philly is going to win the whole East. So you already know I got them winning first round over whoever they play. Now as far as New York and Atlanta, that's going to be tough. I think New York. That's I think New York takes it in six. I think New York take it in six. Milwaukee and Miami, a rematch from last year. Miami took them out, shocked the world last year. I low-key think Miami, I want to say they do it again, but I think Milwaukee is going to take them out. Milwaukee is going to take out Miami in seven. Brooklyn versus Boston. No Jalen Brown for Boston. I think Brooklyn is going to win. I think it's going to be at least six games, but I think Brooklyn wins in six. Uh, so that's the East right now. My predictions for that. Now let's get to the West. Denver versus Portland. I'm going for Portland. I think Portland's going to take them out. It might take seven games, but Joker is really on his own. Jamal Murray is hurt. So I think Portland takes out Denver in seven games. Um, Phoenix and L.A., that's a great series. That's a series I wanted to see. I'm not going to go against the defending champs. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take L.A., and I'm going to take them in seven. Dallas and the Clippers. I want to be a homer, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going I'm to be a homer. Dallas and six. That's, that's what I'm doing. Actually, Dallas and seven. Look here. I'm going to be a homer on that one. And then we have Utah versus the winner of Golden State and Memphis. If it's Golden State, I got Golden State winning. If Utah end up matching up with Memphis, I got Utah winning. So, those are my predictions for the NBA. Let me get this on off the screen. Trying to get through this real quick today. So, I got to go back to work. We had a guy over here that was checking for termites at the house. And he ended up taking up an extra 50 minutes of my time. <laughs> but it was a cool. it was cool to talk to him. It was cool to talk to him. So he's a cool dude. So shout out to him. Uh, let me see. Let's get right into it. So now Kwame Brown, man, man, Kwame Brown's been going off on everybody. So before we get on Kwame Brown, rants, let me show you one person that he really went off on, and maybe you can see why he went off on him. So let's get right into it. Call me, call me, because I, I just said <laughs> not Rasho. Hold on, let's get, get, get. Not yeah. Rosho Nasterovich, Slava Medvedenko, and certainly not Kwame <laughs> Brown. How do you think Kwame Brown feels when you say Kwame? His do I get to answer was... this, or is these, are these rhetorical questions? Sure, go ahead. Do I get to answer it, or are they just rhetorical questions? Go ahead. Let me tell you something right now. Kwame, all right, I'm going to tell you why I say Kwame Brown, or Rosho Nasterovich, Slava Medvedenko. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because you're Kwame Brown. You're seven feet tall. You're the number one overall draft pick, okay? You come into this league, you came in without a jump shot. You came in without the ability to rebound. You came in without the ability to do nice footwork, to pass, to rebound, to defend, to score points, or whatever the case may be. And it's a decade later, and you're still that dude. You never work and put forth your due diligence in order to take advantage of the privilege opportunity that you were in. And when I see that level of consistency, consistency as it pertains to an aptitude, I'm going to call somebody out. If a dude is playing like garbage, you don't sit there and point out he's playing like garbage? Of course I do. You don't sit do, there and but, point out how but, he's but not the, living up to expectation? I don't want to get away from what we talk about because th that's, that's what makes this Oh, great. I'm staying I on the point. I'm right here. There, right. There's a difference between reporting what you see in the box score at the game or calling someone a scrub. Like, if I make... But he the, is a scrub. Well, not if he's a scrub. No, no, you no. Know it. I, I, Kwame Brown may be a scrub compared to Shaquille O'Neal. And if he's able to maintain one of those jobs for 10 years, there's no way he could be a scrub. Relatively, he's a scrub. 
No. What? No, he what? can't be. Are you, if, did if, you if, just if, say that with if, a straight if, face? If, if he, did do, you do, just say do, that with a straight face? Do you guys do you guys realize that somebody's paying him millions of dollars to play basketball? Unfortunately, they are. Okay. Jalen, answer my and question. Why, why do you Rose think? Why, why do you think? Why, why do you think the guy that's ten through fifteen on the bench is able to have Jaylen. a long career? Answer my question. He's got to have some Jaylen, skill hold on, set. Hold on, but I think they're saying Jaylen relative Rose. to the other players, Stephen A is not going to stop till you answer it. So hello, go ahead, Stephen A. Hello, hello, Jalen. Jalen Rose, star, All-American in high school, played in the finals, can ball. You trying to tell me that you don't know a scrub when you see a scrub? I you absolutely. You trying to tell me I that everybody in the NBA can play? Are you sitting there with a straight face who, and you saying to me uh, that it, everybody it, who, who in the NBA can play? Who are we comparing them to? Who, like, who are we comparing them to? I'm just saying, we're comparing if you, them if to you're the gonna, NBA. If you're going to compare Slava Medvedinko to Hakeem Olajuwon, Jaylen, he doesn't have a chance. You if you're going to compare me yourself. to Magic Johnson, you, should be you can say, Jalen, but, but everybody has naysayers, Stephen A. And so what will my naysayers say? Hold he on, no, no, no. We're talking Hold on, no. What is he talking about? He's no Magic Johnson. He doesn't know anything. Keep talking. It works both ways. Okay, so I, I'm, I, we speaking fact. If you seven feet tall, 270 pounds, you trying to tell me there is not some dudes in the NBA that's there strictly because of their size? What about a Brian Scalabrini? You utilized all day long that can't you play. You think Brian Scalabrini that is can't elite play. because... Did L.A. give up too much to get a guy who has been labeled soft? Is that a trick question? You tell me. They gave up Kwame Brown. Two Who first cares? rounders. I could, I could care less. Right into a sound. More importantly, Kwame Brown is gone. The city of Angels, Hollywood, just should be celebrated. Throw a parade already, whether you win a championship or not. This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever, but I'm sorry to call, tell everybody the truth. The man cannot play the game of basketball. He has small hands. He can't catch the ball. He's got bad feet. He can't really move, even though he's mobile. Doesn't really know what he's doing. Doesn't have a post move that he he puts to memory that he can do two times in a row. He has no game whatsoever, plays no defense, doesn't have the heart, the passion, or anything that comes with it. And you're asking me whether this, okay. they gave up too much? Please, the Los Angeles Lakers knew exactly what they were doing. They should be celebrating right now. In this particular instance, you keep those guys. You still have Fisher with Jordan Farmore. And on top of all of that, you give up Kwame Brown? Please, there's nothing to think about. There's nothing to even think about. But it doesn't matter because he's replacing Kwame Brown. And when you take it to the fact that you're replacing nothing, that makes you something, which is a plus. And that's the way to look at this situation. Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't handle the ball, can't post up, can't do anything, can't play defense. The Lakers were struggling. They were mired, mired in complete disgust, knowing that they want to break a mediocrity Anytime he was on the floor because he couldn't get it done. Now you've got Powell Gasol. You pair him with Andrew Bynum. You didn't give up Lamar Odom either, and you still got Fisher and Kobe? Please, this is a beautiful deal. Now, call it whatever you want. If Kwame Brown ends up in this city wearing a New York Knicks uniform, actually allowed to parade the streets of New York as a member of one of the most storied franchises, I don't know what I will do. Oh, man. You go. You, you you just start. You just, just goodbye, sorry, Shelby. Geez, just goodbye. Sorry. Goodbye. Have a nice night. For today, bring Kwame Brown to this city. Kwame Brown. I, I don't know what I'll, I don't know what I'll do. And by the way, ESPN, don't even try to get me to do anything with it. I'll quit first. I can I, can, I just cannot take. I, 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 just, I, I can't take it. Just the thought of it makes me stutter. Yeah. Roy Hibbert. Good Lord, I can't. I, I'm trying to be nice. Skip Bayless. Roy Hibbert looks worse than Kwame Brown. I, oh boy. That's I can't believe yes, that I'm saying that. Roy, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I cannot believe. But Kwame Brown had the. Disadvantage of small hands, small feet. Yeah. Coming out of high school, wasn't taught the game. Yeah. He's got all of these excuses. Roy Hibbert, seven two, big hands, big feet. Went to Georgetown, had a couple of post moves that appeared at least last year in the playoffs. It sure did. Okay. Was a defense, one of the runner, a runner up and defensive player to get all of He, he can't seem to do anything right. I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And I hate it. I hate saying that because I like him so much, man. But it, 
it, it, it just hurts to watch these guys. So you're saying that Roy Hibbert has now replaced Kwame Brown as your symbol of ineptitude in the NBA, right? As a big man? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Oh, boy. And, and yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I can't. What am I going to say? Nothing. I can't believe it. Okay. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Okay. Voila, here is my team. And I'm going to have you read the names for me. Could you read my four teammates? Oh, my <laughs> God. I, just in honor of you, I, I want you to read the four Tiago Splitter. Rosho Nostarevich. Kwame Brown and Slava Medvedenko. Uh -huh. It's Stanislav, actually. Oh, Stanislav oh my God. That is, you just, that's a joke on me. No, that, no that, it's that not. That is a joke true. on me. That, that team could beat anybody because it's got Michael Jordan on it. You went through a couple of years struggling big time before ultimately Phil came back and then you got Pau Gasol in that trade for Kwame Brown. That's what happened. Don't get me started with Kwame Brown. I'm not going to do that because I'll lose my mind. Kwame Stephen A. Smith, by the way, for the folks that's listening and not watching on YouTube, Stephen A. Smith pretty much over the years on Kwame Brown. So, uh, this whole thing with Kwame started with the, what is it called? We Want, want the Smoke or All the Smoke podcast, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, and they had Gilbert Arenas on there. And Gilbert was just talking about different things from his career. They talked about when they traded Kwame and they they made jokes. Steven Jackson was like, "Oh, you mean nobody?" Basically, basically said Kwame was a nobody. Kwame saw it, and Kwame decided, "I've been quiet this long, minding my business, so now I'm gonna come at y'all." So he started going at Matt Barnes, started going at Steven Jackson. Uh, he went at Gilbert a little bit, and Gilbert was like, "I don't want no smoke with you." Gilbert really didn't say nothing bad anyway. But um, he went at all of them. That led until Steven and Matt Barnes, you know, they got to they gotta keep their reputation as, you know, you guys you don't mess with. So they start going back at Kwame, making their own videos. Kwame is building a whole platform, by the way, 
on YouTube. So shout out to Kwame. Smart. Kwame said he tried to get on the show. And they act like they was too big for him. So they was they turned him down. It was like, no, nah, we this and that, we this and that. And now it's like they want him on the show now because they see Kwame and built his own platform. Kwame was like, no. So let's get into some more videos. And then we're going to talk about the extra people that got added into it. It's, it's going to be cussing in it. I'm going to let you know that now. So if you got kids, turn the video off or turn the, the audio off, the podcast, or fast forward, however you want to do it. We're going to start with Kwame. Actually, we're going to start with Matt Barnes inviting Kwame to the show now all of a sudden. And Kwame responded. So let's get right into that. Kwame Brown. Brother Brown. Brother Brown. You've been ranting for about five days now. Uh, your cry for help. Your need for attention is works. I heard your Instagram following has grown over 30,000 the last handful of days since you have my dick, I mean my name in your mouth. Um, don't be fooled by this new attention, bro. All these people that are gassing you and putting a battery in your back, all the platforms that are picking you up, didn't give a fuck about you last week, bro. They don't love you. They just love the drama <clears throat> and the old, the old jokes you're saying. They don't love you. They don't love me. They don't know no one. They love a drama. That's it. But come on all the smoke. Come talk your shit face to face. You got a story to tell, obviously. You're hurt. I mean, like I said, you, you can you can play it off with humor, but you're hurt. I get it. I mean, but come on the show. Talk that shit. Tell your story face to face. There's no bigger, better platform than ours. You can say what you want. We're an award-winning platform. We don't tear down black men because you're the butt of the joke. Now that, that, that's what you're on. You think we're tearing down black men, but if you actually watch the show, we empower everybody. That's what our thing is. So come on the show, man. We'll be in Atlanta next month. Come to you. Um, shit, if me and you got a box before, during, or after, then shake hands and get this shit done. You know I'm always with the shit. But come tell your story, man. Get that shit up off your chest. When you're attacking Stephen A. Smith, he's almost 60 years old, he don't want to fight you. But I ain't got no issues. Like I said, I'm with the shit. So you can bring your hookah, you can bring that front seat of your car that you're always in, ranting about, make yourself feel comfortable, whatever you need to feel comfortable. But come on all the smoke and tell your story, my nigga. We'll be in Atlanta next month. Let me know what's up. This is Kwame. He do it for the show, but like I say, let me address this. Hey, listen, people, if y'all can't see that these people are, like John Mayer say, they control the information so they can bend it all they want. These people have been talking about me for 20 motherfucking years. And the moment I start talking back, speaking some truth and exposing what they actually do, now I can't say nothing. Now they the victim. Now Jamel Hill, an educated black woman that hang around all motherfucking white people. I done seen your pictures. An educated black woman gonna try to text me, a man with a third eye, a Geechee. You wanna tell me that you say I choose violence. What the fuck does that mean, ma'am? <laughs> I'm a black man in America. You gonna put I choose violence this weekend and then turn around and say, "Oh, I meant you. Uh, I didn't mean you choose violence or choke." What the fuck are you talking about? That don't make no motherfucking sense. You keep perching and getting putting your putting me in your business when I don't got nothing to do with you, man. I know your kind. You a cold switcher. <laughs> I know your kind. You talk black, but everything about you white. You get mad at white women for cold switching and, and, and cultural appropriation, but you a, a black woman that probably, <laughs> like Stephen A, peel your ass back and there's a Becky up under you too. Because that was in calls for me. I'm sitting here talking about how the media is demonizing black males, and it's interesting, your choice of words was violence. See, you've been, y'all been able to disrespect black males with no recourse this entire time. Yeah. But that's over with. Bitch ass Stephen A, you was you was the loud mouth nigga talking about me for 20 motherfucking years and now you running with your bald head ass tail tuck, bitch. 
You had everybody thinking you was some expert and you knew the game, and bitch, you can't even play the game. Y'all, we are in a simulation. Y'all have to stop this shit. Who gives a fuck about Matt Barnes and what he talking about over there? That nigga, he probably high. Nobody give a fuck about what he talking about. That nigga gonna do it for the gram and talking about where I need to be at. Nigga, shut your goddamn mouth. I done told you, Becky. I like when you reply. I might go look at your page so I can chew your ass up again, you <laughs> I done told you, boy. That's your male ego. Well, that's that feminine ego that won't let it go. You done got your ass smacked around. I don't know why you keep talking. You said we were joking. You can't joke that good. So stop talking. It's not going to go nowhere else. You niggas always trying to make it something else. I ask you gentlemen like men, what is this, man? Shouldn't talk to me like that. You punk bitches said we were joking, motherfucker. I've been getting joked on for 20 years. You thought that was going to hurt my feelings, punk bitch? You've been getting joked on for three days. And now you motherfuckers talking about this smoke is the... Bitch, it ain't no smoke. Shut your bitch ass up and it won't be nothing else. You said we was joking, bitch. The more you talk, the more I'm a joke about your real life, punk. Inadequate ass bitch. You don't feel black. He black, he white. It's stuck to you. Yeah, yeah, you confused motherfucker. <laughs> Always want to join a call, punk motherfucker. Tired of niggas like you anyway. And Jamel Hill, you need to stop that shit. He <laughs> going like, back to Jamel. Like black Where your black husband at? When the last time you dated a black man that sound like me? Did not sound like this. Yes, you're a queen. You do everything you want. You need to talk over me. <laughs> you ain't gonna talk over me. And I wasn't talking to you, ma'am. Because I got my mama's cooking. Now you stay over there and sit over there on the sideline, please, ma'am. Thank you. Fuck you talking about. Y'all women, some of you women are always trying to interject yourself so you can be disrespectful. I don't even think you like men, Miss Hill, but you always talking about one. Hey. How would I look if I'm always talking about something that I don't like? Come on now. You don't like men, hush. And if you did like men, when two men are talking, you still supposed to do what? Hush. But nobody never taught you that. You think you just you one of them badass little girls that was just with your pigtails and you were smart and you cut like a little neck, just kept interrupting. But if your daddy was there, he would say, hey, honey, go in the other room. There's men in here. And he would have lit a cigar. But that didn't happen in your life, did it? Bunch of women just dominating men, ain't it? That didn't happen over here in my life. <laughs> Stop trying to make me deal with your rules. You respect me, I respect you. I wasn't talking to you, ma'am. <laughs> We gonna get respect back going on around this bitch. You ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Y'all so used to not seeing a man. That's why they didn't put a man on TV in a long time. Other than Shannon Sharp and a few others. But even he has to be restrained a little bit. He know what I'm talking about. I like the fact that he smoked blacks and he looked like somebody that I grew up around. Sad how you motherfuckers always gotta have the same old. I'm the smart guy, and I just gotta tell everybody. I gotta out intellect everybody. I'm gonna talk to you like a woman, and you can't touch me. But nigga, nobody wanna hear that shit, boy. Nobody wanna hear that goddamn shit. You motherfuckers trying to make a new world. Everybody calling me now. Just the other day, wasn't nobody calling me. Why don't y'all text me? You wasn't looking for me before. Right. Just text my motherfucking phone. Stop trying to call me. Text my goddamn phone and I'll get back to you, please. Thank you. Everybody want to be a part of something, boy. So when, when Stephen A calling me a bus, kicking me in the ass, talking all that shit, motherfucker ain't give me one call. 18-year-old kid, everybody talking down on me. I had to goddamn go off by myself and recenter and realize who I am. I'm my mama's son, motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, now you motherfucker want to call homie. You got a platform now. Homie, I can help you with a deal. Homie, shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> you gonna help me with psychological problem. This bitch ass nigga running his motherfucking mouth. You ain't helped me when I knew I couldn't say shit to MJ. You ain't helped me when I knew the whole motherfucking world knew about what was going on. Everybody around that inner circle knew exactly what the fuck was going on. And they was waiting for an 18-year-old kid to crash and burn. But I was smarter than all you bitches. And now I'm back home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's why you bitches keep cutting off my lives. Yeah. They of cut mine off too. Because to you know, if I wake these kids up, 
all you bitches gonna get fired. All y'all do is every day is breed destruction. Tell kids they can't do it. Some white man over top of them. And you got to go outside and be scared. You a motherfucking liar. You ain't scared, bitch. I don't go outside and be scared. I go outside smoking weed, all kind of shit. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> good life is how you choose to live, motherfucker. Y'all some crybaby bitches. Some of you. Not all. This is the life you chose. Hey, so I'm a... I'm gonna cut it short because he went on another rant and it's it's long. It's pretty long. So I'm gonna cut it short to save some time. But I agree with a lot that he said. And before I give my opinion, I got one more video for you. Somehow the Breakfast Club got involved. I guess they ran a mouth, gave him donkey of the day or something. I don't know. But a lot of people that ain't got nothing to do with it is getting involved, maybe because they need the content. So, he responded to the Breakfast Club. So let's go ahead and watch that. You want to talk about something that you allege my brother did. But what did Jack say I did? Let's look at my reputation. Jack said that I wrote- Ah, let me remind you, it will be cussing. So I apologize now for the language, but I want to give you the unedited version. So let's go. Pull around with the police. Did he not say that, sir? Do that sound like somebody that's trying to bring violence to someone, sir? See, it's funny how you just got right on and you just created a narrative and you notice what you said, you bitch boy that bleached your skin. You know what you said? Jack and Matt Barnes are my friend. Yeah, what I told y'all is to go along, get along game. It's the peanut gallery and I don't fuck with your kind, punk. Any nigga that ain't, that, that's gonna bleach his skin and rape a woman, you gotta drug bitches for pussy, you punk motherfucker. Well, I ain't gonna say this because I know that young lady went through a traumatizing experience dealing with your stank raccoon face ass. So you have to rape and drug young ladies to get pussy, you punk bitch. And they got your bitch ass still on the radio because they know that little punk ass shit that you do and that shit that you push, showing that shit to these black boys, throwing bunkies at grown ass men, you punk. If you would have did that to a woman, that would have been sexual assault. But see, they, they got your dumb ass in position to disrespect men. So now when you see a strong, full-bodied man, now you keep wanting to say that's violent. I'm sitting in my car, bitch. You niggas sad. You niggas sad. I'm not ethering y'all. Y'all are ethering yourself. Everything, everything that I said you punk motherfucker was going to do, you, you guys are actually doing it. Stephen A actually pretended like he was a basketball guru and he destroyed a black man's name. You know why? For money. See, that's what y'all don't want to get to. That's why y'all want to keep all calling me angry. All this was about money. Stephen A is a fucking pawn. There were five guys that was top five in my draft class that came out of high school, motherfucker. And colleges were losing money because they were going to be like 10, 15 that come out of high school after that. And then they started saying, oh, hell no. You ain't fucking with white daddy money. We got to get these black boys to continue going to these white schools. That's why I shout out to Master P and his sons. See, most of you motherfuckers dumb and listen to stupid ass bitches like Charlemagne the God and old punk ass beta male DJ Envy. Bitch, you ought to not be talking about male issues, you punk motherfucker. You don't see Bill Gates running around doing a whole goddamn cheating tour. You punk bitch. The white boy was able to cheat like a man. Break off and break up like a man. Your bitch ass getting drugged around like a puppy on a leash, ho. You shut your bitch ass up when I'm talking. The fuck you talking about? You another light-skinned bitch. Fuck you mean. And I got a lot of light-skinned friends, but you two niggas ain't one of them. And Charlemagne, you trying to be light-skinned, bitch. A fucking punk ass rapist and a bitch ass nigga that had a leash on his neck going to cry in front of other women because he cheated. Gonna tell me anything? Y'all bitch ass niggas shut y'all goddamn mouth too. The Breakfast Club. The fuck you talking about? Y'all niggas don't talk about nothing important. You motherfuckers just sit up there and cry and panic the white folk. And Angela Lee, you better stop talking about men, period. You ain't got no goddamn man. 
And if you do, he ain't claiming your ass. I ain't seen you with a man yet. The way you fawn over all them goddamn rappers, I believe Gucci man too. You look like you you a little huh. You look like you want some mama's cookie. Chasing all the rappers, motherfucker. Y'all better shut y'all goddamn mouth with me. I'm a different breed. And I ain't gonna apologize. Fuck y'all. You know why? Cause you wanna sit here and you don't talk to a kid. And you won't even be objective at all. You motherfuckers didn't use your brain at all. That was the dumbest shit I ever heard. So Jeffrey Dahmer family, everybody in his family eat people? Is that what you saying, sir? So all the Dahmer's just some fucked up people, huh? You's a dumb son bitch. How did you get away with raping that goddamn girl, boy? In the middle of a protect all women situation, your bitch ass was able to rape a girl and get away with it? You was able to get on a goddamn radio station and brag about putting Spanish fly in a drink. Boy, I bet they put an apple in your mouth every, every one of them parties you gotta go to, bitch, to pay back your ass not going to jail. That's why you throwing all that ass around on the Breakfast Club, you punk. Always talking about penis. Me and DJ Envy together. Me and DJ Envy, you like me. Me and DJ Envy. Bunch of schoolgirls. Fuck wrong with you. And you had the nerve to not challenge none of my points and then go talk about I'm violent because my dad and my brother got violent, a brother whom I've never met. Really? You motherfuckers ain't shit. And you dumb son bitch, my brother that you claim is in jail for murder, motherfucker, he at work. So that's the sad part. I just told y'all, you motherfuckers just do whatever. You motherfuckers just do whatever. In America, you motherfucker, is innocent until proven guilty. I had I got arrested for weed. I got arrested for disorderly conduct. But guess what? Those charges were dropped through video, through evidence. So why you doing it once again, sir, demonizing a black man that you did not have a conversation with? And now you punk bitch, the world get to see y'all. The world get to see y'all. You, the world get to see you. You motherfuckers ain't shit in real life. From the Breakfast Club to the goddamn fake ass No Smoke podcast, all you motherfuckers, I told you, all y'all bitches grouped together and it's the boys club and I done shook you bitches up. So now y'all motherfuckers want to band together and try to trick me out into the streets and then you don't put a narrative out that I'm violent and I'm angry and I snap. Bitch, I've been laughing the whole video. <laughs> Every video I made, I've been having people laugh and I've been laughing. <laughs> but I done snapped. <laughs> so, yeah. Kwame going off on everybody that got anything to say. He went off on so many more people. He was live just a minute ago on YouTube. So, ain't no telling what he said on that. But Kwame's been going off, and I agree with a lot that he said, honestly. So let's get into Kwame for the people who don't remember. Kwame was drafted in 2001. First overall pick, uh, I believe right after him was Tyson Chandler, right? So Kwame came in, drafted at 17, started playing at 18. Michael Jordan put was the guy that drafted him so now you got to live up to mj and kwame says the plan was was to draft kwame and then trade him for elton brand but that fell through somehow right so mike is stuck with kwame 18 years old i mean raw talent because the guy if you watch his high school stuff the guy was a beast even his first game in the NBA, he showed you he had talent. But you coming in with Michael Jordan, who's already got his rep. He's a six-ring type of guy. He's trying to prove something with the Wizards. And he put all his coins on you. So Mike is treating you like you should already be Dennis Rodman and Horace Grant. And anytime anything went wrong, the blame went on this 18-year-old kid instead of anybody else on the team. Mike put all the blame, Doug Collins put all the blame on Kwame Brown, and Mike talked to him in 
any type of way, talk to him crazy. Y'all know how Mike talk. If you watch the last dance, you know how Mike talk to teammates. Mike talked to that man crazy. Let me say a kid, because he was a kid. Killed his confidence. All right, so he gets moved to L.A. You, you think that's going to help? No. He went from Mike to Kobe. Kobe is Mike Jr. And you see, you know how Kobe talked to teammates. So when Kobe's expecting Horace Grant or whoever else powerful that he had, Rick Fox or whatever, and you get Kwame Brown, a kid coming in that just got destroyed and beat down and tore down by Mike for a couple of years. Now he with Kobe. As soon as he mess up, Kobe is doing the same thing that Mike did. Of course, that's going to mess you up. Imagine if Tyson Chandler went first and Kwame Brown went second. And let's say Kwame Brown had Tyson Chandler's career where he ended up in New Orleans with Chris Paul. Can you imagine what Kwame Brown would have been if he was with Chris Paul instead of Kobe and Mike? Tyson Chandler wasn't really that special. He was number two overall, but talent-wise, Kwame was actually more talented than Tyson Chandler. A little bit more athletic than Tyson Chandler. Was faster, can jump higher. Tyson Chandler's not no scorer like that. Kwame Brown wasn't a scorer like that. They never ran offense through any one of them. No team ran offense between... They never said, let's run offense through Tyson Chandler. Run offense through Kwame Brown. So you already expected not to get that many points as it is. But just little things, little things. And Mike was on his butt. Kobe was on his butt. This 18-year-old kid came in the NBA and been getting torn down for years. So now he's starting to believe he can't play. But obviously, he got some value to him because he played 12 years. So shout out to him. He played 12 years. So somebody saw value in him somewhere for him to make a 12-year career out of what that was. He only averaged seven points, five rebounds, or if you want to average it up, 7.6 rebounds a game. He shot 49%, which he didn't shoot that many shots. 57 career percent and free throws. I mean, it's a lot of players like that, honestly. That don't get this same rep that Kwame gets. It's a lot of players, big players that went through pretty much got these same numbers. You know, but I'm just saying. So I agree with Kwame. Kwame was beat down so bad by the media, you never saw that man do interviews. Have you noticed when I've never heard Kwame talk outside of the big three when he went to the big three with Ice Cube and them, which I can't wait to see, by the way. Because Steven Jackson. Gilbert Arenas, Matt Barnes, and Kwame Brown, last I checked, was still in the big three. And they about to start their season pretty soon. So shout out to the big three. So I can't wait to see that. Um, but yeah, you've been ripped, ripped up, ripped to shreds by the media, ripped by Jordan, ripped by Kobe. What do you expect? And he still made a 12-year career out of it. So the fact that he's been quiet and people has steady talked about him, I don't blame him. You woke up a sleeping giant. You should have left that 611 country bred, country fed man alone. <laughs> Simple as that. Should have left that man alone. Don't say nothing about him. Gilbert Arenas really didn't say that much. He was speaking facts from what I heard from all what is it, all the smoke podcasts. Whatever it is, I don't know the name. With the smoke, all of the smoke. I just call it the Stephen A. I'm sorry, I just call it the Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes podcast. So whatever smoke podcast between them. They made the jokes. Kwame took offense to it. And now Kwame is coming after everybody. 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 <laughs> so, and I don't blame Kwame. Leave that man alone. He's minding his business. Outside of the big three. Nobody knows what Kwame has been doing until now. Now he has a whole YouTube page, all these followers. He's making YouTube money now. And now Matt Barnes and them, who didn't want him on the show, all of a sudden want to invite him to the show. Yeah, you want some more views on your shows now? Nah, bro. Kwame, I'm with you. 
Don't go to their show. I'm with you. And I'm a fan of Steven Jackson. Not really. I haven't been a Matt Barnes fan like that, but I'm a fan of Steven Jackson. So, hey, it is what it is. But anyway, it's under an hour. It's 54 minutes right now. So I think I did a pretty good job of keeping it short and sweet with, with getting everything out. I folded on the playoff bracket trying to explain that because I got confused myself. <laughs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm rusty. It's been a while. It's been a while. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you to everybody that's watching on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Dope Content on all platforms. Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, which I need to rebrand because it still say Brooklyn 214. Um, Spotify, all of that. I'm on Instagram, Dope Content. I'm on Twitter, Dope Content. Facebook, Dope Content. Uh, DopeContent.com. We have merch. So we got a lot of stuff going on. This will be on DopeContent.com as well. So we're trying to get it. We're trying to get it. So shout out to everybody that's supported. Also, for the ones that's been here since day one, you know that yesterday was May 19th. And if you've been here from day one from the Brooklyn 214 podcast, you will know that yesterday was our third year anniversary of the podcast. So shout out to everybody. I know Brooklyn out here, Jen out here, Three not here. Shout out to all of them. Much love to them. I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep it going. We started out Brooklyn 214. Um, the, the virus hit, coronavirus. That messed up with everybody. So now... I had to rebrand it to dope content, but we still going. So it is what it is. Shout out to all of them. I love all of them. Everybody has been supporting. Shout out to y'all. Three year anniversary was yesterday. I'm going to try to get a blooper reel up sometime this week. I wanted to do it yesterday, but I've been too busy. So I'm going to try to get, you know, some old highlights of the old show because it's a lot of funny moments. Uh, I'm going to try to make a video with all of that. It's a lot to go through. It's two years, two years worth of content to go through and cut up and all that. But it's some funny stuff. Like we had some great times on the show. So shout out to everybody, man. Much love to y'all. Y'all be safe. And hopefully y'all will hear from me pretty soon again. I'm going to try to get these podcasts back up and running. My Twitch people already know I do a wrestling podcast on Twitch with my guy Mount Darkness. So shout out to all my Twitch people. All my wrestling people that's on Twitch. Uh, my gaming people that's on Twitch. Even a few musicians that's on Twitch. Shout out to all y'all. So we're going to have a wrestling podcast coming up. I'm going to start uploading those to Spotify and Apple as well. And then hopefully we'll get the sports and entertainment back up. Then get some music. Uh, get some guests on. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff I'm trying to do. So just, just give it a little time. We're going to get everything back up and running. And dope content is about to do some things so much love to everybody hope y'all stay safe if you don't believe in masks stay safe if you got vaccinated cool still stay safe and you know let's let's get through this whatever left that we got to get through with this virus and let's get back to normal by any means necessary and yeah 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 y'all be safe man much love to y'all